Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. Good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Jill, as Sim has said, and I'm so sorry that I can't be there with you face to face. And I'm grateful for technology that enables me at least to be with you virtually. Uh, I work with 24-7 prayer, and some of the work I do is uh, with prayer resources, helping to write Lectio 365, helping to support prayer communities like your community. <laughs> and, uh, and I think the thing I'm most passionate about in, in terms of what, what drives my heart with 24-7 prayer is helping us all to be aware of and responsive to the presence and the activity of God in our day-to-day lives, even in our lives in COVID-19. And and if I'm honest with you, I was up a couple of nights ago in the middle of the night, all of a sudden just praying for you as a community. And and this little uh, message just dropped into my heart. I don't think I'm going to say it's a thus saith the Lord, (laughs) but I will say thus wondereth Jill. I think this is maybe for you for now in this season. So I'm going to start with Mark chapter 4, verses 30 and 32. Again, he said, what shall we say the kingdom of God is like? What parable shall we use to describe it? It's like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. Yet when it's planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. Some of us this year, if we're honest, feel like we're that seed that's been sown into the ground. We're hidden. We're unseen. We're hemmed in behind and before, and we're wondering, are all the walls closing in? Or is God laying his hand on us? For some, it's felt like a season of dormancy. Maybe there's nothing going on. Maybe you're out of work now, or maybe everything is going on. All of your energy is just helping your kids, you know, get educated virtually or in school and just trying to survive from day to day. And, and But the things, some of the dreams you've carried in your heart are just dormant right now. Some of you thought, okay, I got all this time. And then you feel your motivation just slipping away. Oftentimes over the last six months, my get up and go just got up and went. (laughs) And I wondered, is anything happening? My daughter Hannah once said this, and I've never forgotten it. She said, mommy, everything in nature, everything goes through seasons of dormancy. Why should we think that humans are any different? Some of us this year have been hidden like seeds in the ground. Some of us this year have felt not only hidden, but broken. You know, not only are we seeds in the ground, but we're just cracking open. And I've been on many, many, we've got regular prayer watches, several a day happening right now. And I pray with people all over the world. And I've prayed in communities in South Africa where where students saw their teachers getting shot right in front of them in townships. I've, I've been praying with other friends whose hometowns back in Oregon got burned to the ground. I'm praying with other friends 
who are, have been in and out of the hospital with COVID with some terrifying touch and go moments. And I expect that every single one of us is carrying a psalm of lament in our hearts. Every single one of us has got some kind of heartbreaking story, either our own or one that we've heard or those that we love that's just been carved into us in what feels like a cataclysmic season. And we feel broken, cracked open. I was terrible in school at maths and chemistry. If we had A-levels in Canada, I would have never passed them. (laughs) There's a reason that I am not a rocket scientist. But here's the good news. In the alchemy of heaven, and in the mathematics of the kingdom, hidden and broken, plus God, equals fruitful. Hidden and broken, plus God, equals fruitful. Jesus says in John 12, 24, very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. It's John 12, 24. Jesus said, I chose you and I've appointed you so that you might be productive. Did he? (laughs) Or I chose you and I appointed you that you might be impressive. If, you know, if, if we were actually here face to face and I was standing here in the congregation, I'm hoping that at this point somebody would actually heckle me and say, no, that's not what Jesus said. Oftentimes, though, I think that's what we think he says. Jesus says in John 15, 16, he says, I chose you. I want you all to say right now, he chose me. I chose you. And I appointed you that you might go bear fruit. Fruit that will last. Fruitful. There's a wonderful quote by one of my favorite prayer teachers, Henry Nowen. He says this, there is a great difference between successfulness and fruitfulness. Success comes from strength and control and respectability. A successful person has the energy to create something, to keep control over its development and to make it available in large quantities. Success brings many rewards and often fame. Fruits, however, fruitfulness, come from weakness, vulnerability, And fruits are unique. A child, a child is the fruit conceived in vulnerability. And community, like your community, is the fruit born through shared brokenness. Intimacy is the fruit that grows from touching one another's wounds. Henry Nouwen goes on to say, let's remind one another that what brings us true joy is not successfulness, but fruitfulness. Fruits are born through shared brokenness and intimacy. We are small. And he's great. We are finite. 
I am a mere mortal. <laughs> I hope you all say that to yourself in your room. Turn to your spouse or your friend or somebody you're sitting with or just turn to yourself and say, you're a mere mortal. <laughs> God is eternal. And so here's my word to you today. There's life in the seed. There's life in the seed. If you right now feel like you're that seed sown into the ground and you're feeling hidden, you're on the way to being fruitful. If you feel like you've been sown in the ground and you're just cracking open, then you're on the way to being fruitful. And it's okay to air your lament. There's a wonderful lament by a worship leader, Kevin Prosh. He says this, I feel like I'm failing. I feel like I'm weak. There's a hole in my trampoline and I'm falling down. We can air our lament. But we, as we pass through that season of lament, we need to understand we are moving towards fruitfulness. So hiddenness and brokenness plus God, the presence, the activity of God in our lives creates fruitfulness. The Apostle Paul, he understood this and he wrote about it in his letter to the Corinthians. I love this. I'm just going to read it straight out. You can can look it up. Let me grab the the reference here if you want to read it yourself. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 to 18. It's a long one, so maybe pull it up and have a read. But we have this treasure in jars of clay, to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. So we're hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. We are struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake so that his life can be revealed in our mortal body. So then death is at work in us. Life is at work in you because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. Now, all of this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. So therefore, we don't lose heart, though outwardly we're wasting away. Inwardly, we are being renewed day by day. For our light and our momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but what's unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Hidden and broken the presence of God brings us into fruitfulness. There's life in the seed. If you're hidden, you're on the way, on the way to being fruitful. If you're broken, you're on the way, you're on the way to being fruitful. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to do two things. 
Oh, three things. <laughs> Number one, embrace your humanity. If you're a physical person, just give yourself a hug right now. <laughs> you know, it's kind of cheesy, but just do it. Just go like, oh, wow, I'm a human. I'm a mere mortal. I am a jar of clay. I'm a seed in the ground. But you know what? The glory lies within and seeds proliferate and they fill the earth. Embrace your humanity. Number two, embrace your own vulnerability. Talk to God about your weakness. Air your lament. Talk to your friends about your weakness. I have a spiritual practice that I do. <laughs> when I go to church, when we, back in the days when we went to church, people would ask me, and I, I'm one of the pastors, right? So people would say, Jill, how are you doing? And my spiritual practice, I actually told them the truth. <laughs> I was amazed to see the expressions on their faces. Like, how are you doing, Jill? I'm like, yeah, not so good today. I'm a little bit cranky. <laughs> Embrace your vulnerability. Talk to God. Talk to your friends. Tell the truth about who you are to those you love and those who love you. And number three, recognize and receive the embrace and the presence of God in this season. The hidden God who's with you in your seasons of hiddenness. The God who not only was broken for you, but also tends to your wounds in the season of brokenness. Submit yourself to what theologians call the Paschal mystery. And that means somehow, in some mysterious way, we are all on this journey again and again through death to resurrection. Unless a seed is sown into the ground, it will not bear fruit. Mark 4, 30 to 32, again he said, what shall we say the kingdom of God is like? What parable shall we use to describe it? It's like a mustard seed, smallest of all the seeds on the earth, yet when planted, it grows. It becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that birds can perch in the shade. I just want to speak that word to you as a congregation. You might be kind of small. You might be kind of cute. <laughs> you might feel like as a, even as a community right now, behind locked behind all your closed doors and not able to be with each other in the way that you'd like to be, that you're that seed sown in the ground. And how on earth are you going to bring impact to your community and, and see the kingdom of God come forth? There's life in the seed. There's life in the seed. Speak life over the seeds of your dreams the dreams of this congregation, as I believe, when it's planted, I actually think this season is critical to the life of your community, this season of hiddenness and fragility and vulnerability, because there's something that happens in that inner space where God meets you in a particular way that could have happened no other way. Submit to the work of God. Submit to this unique season in God's economy for you. And I love the promise here at the end of Mark. It becomes the, the largest of all garden plants. It proliferates <laughs> and with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. This church is going to become a spreading tree. It's going to be shelter and home to many. Amen and amen. Oh, I'm going to pray for you. Right. Okay. Father, <laughs> 
thank you for this congregation, for this family. Lord, in all their places of hiddenness, in all their places of brokenness, we welcome you, Holy Spirit. Each heart, each house, each situation, we invite you in right now. Come and do the secret things in the secret places of our hearts and lives that only you can do. And Lord, I just want to declare over every heart and over every life and over this congregation itself that you have been chosen and you've been appointed to bear fruit, to be fruitful with fruit that will last for generations. Amen. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk. Thank you for listening.